You're listening to the future of sports talk. BarkBox presents Red Future Radio Sports. And now, here are your hosts, Ethan and Isaiah, on the Red Future Radio Network. Welcome back, as usual, everyone, to Red Future Radio Sports. As always, I'm your co-host, Ethan. And I am your other co-host, Isaiah. And we are excited to be back for episode number 11. We had the big number 10. For those of you who joined us on our stream last week, or I mean a couple days ago, it was very fun. Um, Yes. Thank you all for tuning in. We enjoyed it, definitely. And uh, Yes, it was a lot of fun. But uh, let's not waste any time here because we're recording this pretty late. Mm -hmm. How was your day, Isaiah? My day was hot diggity doggin. That is fantastic. My day was good also. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh let's cut the chit chat here to a, a down low if you'd please. <laughs> no, I wouldn't please. That was Okay, I can't say anything. I just said hot diggity doggin. So <laughs> All right, I think uh I think we're going to be covering some playoffs here mm-hmm. for both NHL and NBA. So we'll just start off with those. Then, of course, our wonderful ad break. Then we will be diving into racing because there's more. Just a, just a schmid bit about it. Just a teensy bit. A we've, heard, we've heard some complaints from our friends that they don't like racing at the first. So we, we decided to move it later. And then we will be finishing things off with the NFL draft and who we think, teams that we think did very well. So without further ado, we're not doing racing at the start. So I guess I will open us for the first time and talk about some NHL here. For those who don't know, the Boston Bruins are the number one team in hockey. They won more games than any other team in history, and they scored more points than any other team in history. They were by far projected to win the Stanley Cup. They were projected to destroy everybody that they came across. But then let me tell you a different story about a team called the Florida Panthers. Let's break this down for you even more. Florida, a state with no ice ever, has a hockey team Called the (laughs) (laughs) with no ice ever has a hockey team called a hockey team called the Panthers, an animal that does not live in Florida. So already you got some something doesn't make sense. What does that have to do with hockey? (laughs) Already things don't make sense down here, (laughs) and what doesn't make more sense is that this team was down 3-1 on the series, and they came back and won the game, ga- brought it back to 3-3 three and three on the series, and won Game 7 in overtime to move on, defeating this so-called Goliath in this NHL playoff race. How about that? Truly, this has been the year for underdog stories, and we will talk about that. Also, that's the title of the episode, so mm-hmm. pretty obvious. Now, similar to the Bruins, the Avalanche have been a leading team. They won the Stanley Cup last year. 
The Stanley Club. They won it last year. <laughs> they won the Stanley Cup last year. And this week they played the Seattle Kraken. And they lost to the Seattle Kraken. Now, the Kraken, I'm not sure if their season was pretty good last year. I tried to look it up, and Google is not reliable. So, My friend, let me tell you something. I'm pretty sure this was their first year in the league. Wait, yeah, you're right. You're right. It was their first year in the league. I remember someone telling me that. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, first year in the league, and they beat the Avalanche. The The Stanley Cup winners, Avalanche, in Game 7. Already, I'm I'm just saying, what a week for sports. Yes. Two Game 7 comeback victories, two underdog stories, where champions and monsters of teams have been defeated by these not good teams. <laughs> well, I mean, clearly they're good. They yeah. beat the best of the best, mm-hmm. and they're moving on. Only, only one team wins it all. How cool would it be if either the Kraken or the Panthers won the cup? If the Okay. Not going to lie. If the Kraken win the Stanley Cup their first year, Ever. That would be epic. That would be epic. I yeah, mean, that'd be that'd be super cool. If let alone if they got to it. And let's yeah, say I they know. got to it and then they got it to a game seven, which they would obviously want to win it in four. Mm-hmm. Any team would. <laughs> but imagine they get to it and they win it and they have to win it in game seven. That would be special. Yes, that would. That would define their franchise for the rest of its existence. And I must say, if that happened, I do believe we would live stream that. Mm -hmm. Because that would be truly special. Yes, it would. Now, just to to come back to NHL, the Kraken are playing the Stars next in the playoff. Panthers are playing the Toronto Maple Leafs next. Mm -hmm. Which I heard heard they're they're pretty okay. Yes, they are pretty okay. But the thing is, the Panthers snuck into the playoffs. They were the last spot available, and they only got in the last week. And already mm-hmm. they beat the Bruins. What was mm-hmm. expected to be a 4-0 sweep. But can you imagine if they win the series against the Maple Leafs? That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty crazy. Right now, I think momentum is entirely on the Panthers' oh, side. Oh yeah, yeah. Same with same with the Kraken. These underdog teams, they might not – people might think, oh, this is going to be an easy game. That's why the Bruins lost, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think they lost because they expected to win. Yeah. Speaking speaking of underdog stories, we will head to the NBA. Do you want me to go first? Yes, sir. Okay, so NBA. NBA playoffs, the Warriors played the Kings. Now, the Warriors being ranked – Hold on, give me a sec. I had this open. The Warriors being ranked sixth and the Kings being ranked third. Now, the Warriors, yet again, being a comeback underdog team, won against the Kings in Game 7. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What is happening in the sports world this week? Yet another underdog story. Now, wait. Wait until you hear what Ethan has to say. The Milwaukee Bucks were ranked number one. 
The Miami Heat were ranked number eight. They were the eighth seed, the last spot available. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks, not in a game seven. They beat them 4-1 on the series. Ooh, against the Bucks, The, the number, number one, one team. What is happening in sports? What is it about these teams that makes them go past what people say that they can do? It's because no one has faith in them, but they have faith in themselves. That's all it takes, really. I mean, if you think about it, nobody knows what you're capable of except for you. That's true. And other people sometimes also. But Now, I, I believe, along with the Kraken and the Panthers, that the, the Heat and the Warriors have that momentum and they will keep climbing, in my opinion. I would be so happy if the Heat won the Stan- or not the Stanley Cup, the <laughs> NBA championship. Let's circle back to hockey real quick, though, because I do want to mention there is another Game 7 going on right now. Right now. As we're recording. Between the Rangers and the Devils. I think the Rangers are the underdog, but it's the two and three seed, so it's not really underdog. But I, w- I do not want the Rangers to win that game, but I think the Devils are up right now. We'll see. I just wanted to mention that, though, that there have been three Game sevens this week, mm-hmm. let alone this weekend. And some of them have been amazing comeback victories. But let's circle back around to the NBA here because I just want to mention Jimmy Butler had a career game in the playoffs this week. Um, I don't know if it was this week. I don't remember. Scoring 56 points. Wow. A career high for him in the postseason. Dang. If if that doesn't speak to the underdog showing it all on the court mentality, then I don't know what does. Who does he play for? The Heat. Mm. Nice. Wow. I just. What do you think this, this is? What what a week. And we have I don't more. Know. We have more comeback stories also, which we will mention in racing. So Although don't... my my NASCAR does not have any comeback stories, but mine according, has a little according bit. According to Ethan, there are some in F one. Mine has a little bit, but let's just. Do you think that with the the momentum of these comeback teams on the side, how far do you think it could take them? Say for the Heat, for example, how far do you think it could take them? Because they did um, beat the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Which that is a big goal. That the number is. eight seed, that is good. I think this guy at least take him to the top four. If not, then I agree. Yeah. If not to the championship. Yeah. Especially if Jimmy Butler keeps going the way he is, man. The Heat have momentum on their side. I momentum's a powerful thing. Yes, it is. Same thing with the Panthers. What is happening with Florida also? Miami Heat, the Florida Panthers. What? Yeah. If the Dolphins win the Super having Bowl. a week. Florida is just having a week. <laughs> Especially since neither of those teams really make much sense. I mean, Miami Heat makes sense. But the Florida Panthers, I can't get over that. What? Let alone for Florida have a hockey team. The Panthers? <laughs> I don't think Panthers live in Florida, but so whatever. Talking about NHL, 
just wanted to let you all know that in the playoffs, the Stars beat the Wild, the Oilers beat the Kings, um, the obviously the Maple Leafs beat the Lightning because they're playing the Panthers next, and the Hurricanes beat the Islanders. And we are still waiting on the Devils and the Rangers games. How, man. I, I, I watched the, the Panthers game. I watched it live. And the whole time, I couldn't help but thinking, what if they did all that work? They, one, came back from 3-1 deficit on the series. And they brought it to overtime only to lose. And that's when I thought, there's no way that they lose this game. Because... Yeah. They would not work that hard just to watch their season go down the drain like that. Mm-hmm. The Bruins were scared. And they were playing conservative. The Panthers were going all out because they knew this is it. This is our time. We're not going to lose this game. Yeah, the, the Bruins were up 3-1 by game four. And the fact that the Panthers kept their momentum and brought it back to game seven to win three in a row which is a pretty big deal. Yeah, definitely. Especially we're we're both just speechless on this one. It's crazy, which is not good for a podcast. <clears throat> so we'll try to <laughs> we'll try to keep our words. Yes. But can you just imagine cuz we both play tennis. Mm-hmm. Can you just imagine the mindset, the mind, the headspace that these people were in? Like take for example, you're playing a game you're down by a set and you're losing the second set just to be able to overcome that mental slump and thinking I'm going to lose this game to thinking, no, there's a chance to them being, I'm going to win this game. That it takes a lot of work to do that. Yeah. It takes a lot of effort. I guess that's why they're professional. If, if I was down three, one and it was first to four, I would, I would just be done to, to be honest, I'd give up. My mind yeah. would not be in the right place. It would be very difficult for anybody, every <laughs> professional athlete, to overcome that. But the Panthers did it. The Panthers did it. So did the Heat, except they were never down. But anyway, I thought we just meant uh, go over that. That was a pretty quick first half. But mm-hmm. we are pretty short on time, so we will catch everybody after the break. Yep, but but next week, hopefully... I will also have I will have my own ad break so you don't have to listen to Ethan every time and you can hear my beautiful voice instead yes. of his. That's true. Anyway, see you guys in a second. Thank you again to BarkBox for sponsoring this episode. BarkBox is a monthly subscription of original toys and healthy treats tailored to your dog. Their in-house team designs every toy and partners with American Farms to select the best all-natural treats and chews. Every box is created around a fun theme, so each month is a new adventure. Purchase your BarkBox today by visiting barkbox.snlv.net forward slash rfrs. Again, barkbox.snlv.net forward slash rfrs, or by clicking in the show notes below. Back to the episode. Welcome back, everyone, from Ethan's beautiful voice talking about BarkBox. Which you should all, should all look at, definitely. BarkBox. Yes. yes, definitely. 
Thank you, BarkBox, for sponsoring this episode and all of our episodes. Big help. All right. Let's dive straight back in. Mm-hmm. What do you say we look at some racing here? You want to go first? Uh, no, you can go first. Okay. I don't really have much to say. The race race was today, actually, instead of yesterday. And we're talking about NASCAR, um, right? Yes. NASCAR, sorry. NASCAR races today, not yesterday. Today at noon. Um, William Byron got fourth, but the who the people that used to be in the lead have dropped. And Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch, both of them used to be 1-2, and now they're 8th and 10th. And then William Byron, who also used to be first, is now 11th. And the Ross Chastain is now in first overall. Chris, Christopher Bell, which he's always been in the top top five. Kevin Harvick, he's not been in there. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. We are rooting for Will Byron, though. Yes, and those... and Joey Logano, who was part of that top those top people, is now thirteenth. Yeah, but Will Byron's the best. Yes. We are both rooting for William Byron. That's just because the first time that we did a racing segment, it was his victory. So yeah, we just, I just, we've just been kind of... Uh, just following his... Well, yeah, because also the first time I ever did it, I was like, William Byron, my goodness! And I was freaking out over William Byron, and I had no idea what I was talking about. But we're good now. We're good now. We are going to speed a little bit through racing because we do have a lot to talk about in the draft. Mm-hmm. So we'll dive into our other racing, the counterpart of NASCAR Formula One, which the Azerbaijan, we finally have Formula One news, by the way. Spring break is finally over for F1. So we can finally talk about the races again. The Azerbaijan Grand Prix was on the 30th. So that was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> And this is where the comeback, the underdog story kind of comes in here. Max Verstappen is leading the championship. He's won two championships in a row up to this point. His teammate, Sergio Perez, is second place in the championship, but he's not many points off. So right now, Max Verstappen has won two, two races, and Sergio Perez has won one. So this week, at the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, in a sort of dramatic move because... Um, it was due to team orders. Max Verstappen was called into the pit lane early. Sergio Perez was able to win the race. So that means he's only six points off from leading, for, from tying with his teammate and current champion for the, for the world championship. So that's sort of like an underdog story there because, I mean, Sergio Perez, or Checo, as everyone calls him, is he's never won a world championship before. And he's two races. He's never won more than two races in a year. And already in the fourth race of the year, he's already won two races. So keep you posted on that. Always wishing the best for all of them. But now we're done with racing. Everyone take a breath. It's over now. <laughs> but, but yet another underdog story. Yet another. No more. Okay, the underdog stories are kind of done now, though. Yes. <laughs> Actually, maybe not. Yes, that's true, because with, with the next segment, 
we will be talking about the NFL draft and more specifically, we'll be talking about one team each that we think did really improved their team in the NFL draft and Isaiah will be starting us off. So I picked the Texans because obviously they had the, in round one, they had number two pick and number three pick, which was traded, which was traded to them. And with the number two pick, they got CJ Stroud, a quarterback from Ohio state, which they really did. They really did need a new QP. The quarterback from the Ohio State. Although I did win $5, which you still haven't given me yet. I would not <laughs> keep planning on that coming. I would. <laughs> okay, okay. Whatever you say. And then round one, pick three, they got Will Anderson Jr., a edge rusher from Alabama. Now, they... With their offense, they need the QB, and they in the later round picks they got a couple, two wide receivers and a yeah, two wide receivers. <laughs> Didn't you say they got a center also? Oh yeah, sorry. One, yep, a center and two wide receivers, and then a linebacker. Which yeah, it's just defense. It's just defense. Yeah. Now, with these picks, they really built up their defense and have made a solid, a very solid brick wall with their pick for Will Anderson Jr., their cornerback, Juice Scruggs. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking before the show, and all I hear is Isaiah start laughing hysterically, and then I hear, Juice Scruggs, what? (laughs) A cornerback from Penn State. Dylan Horton, an edge from TCU. Henry Toa Toa, which Ethan had to help me with pronunciation, a the linebacker from Alabama, uh, Xavier Hutchinson, oh, which is no, sorry, uh, which is a wide receiver, uh, <laughs> not defense, <laughs> and then Brandon Hill, a safety from Pittsburgh. Yes, sir, Pittsburgh holding strong. All right, speaking of Pittsburgh, all right, yes. I did not choose to talk about the Steelers because I'm a Steelers fan, though. Chose to talk about them because they had one of had one of the, if not the best drafts this year. Start off pick number one. They choose Broderick Jones, a tackle out of Georgia. But here's where the here's where the beauty of this comes in. The Steelers pick at number 17. The Patriots pick at number 14. Number 15 is the Jets. The Jets only are number 15 because they traded with the Packers. They would be number 13. So the Steelers trade with the Patriots. They take a tackle. The Jets desperately needed a tackle. (laughs) They were going to take Broderick Jones. If they didn't trade for Rodgers, they would have him on their team right now. But the Steelers and their new general manager, Omar Khan, masterfully maneuvered this so that they jump right in front of the Jets to take this tackle that they, they also desperately needed. So it's a win-win for Pittsburgh. And then round two, the Steelers had two selections in the second round. The first selection in the second round was Joey Porter Jr., a cornerback out of Penn State and the son of former Pittsburgh Steeler Super Bowl champion Joey Porter Sr. So they like to keep it in the family, obviously. Then their second pick in the second round was Keanu Benton, a defensive tackle out of Wisconsin, 
which is another steal. Because, let me tell you this, in their third-round pick, they picked tight end Darnell Washington, also out of Georgia. But all of these players were top 100 prospects. And they got them across three rounds. That is a steal. That is a steal of a draft in the first three rounds alone. Steal for the Steelers. Yes, of course. (laughs) Then, would you expect anything less? Especially from a general manager whose nickname is the con artist. I mean, I would not expect anything less. Then, in the fourth round, they pick linebacker Nate Herbick, an edge rusher, whose brother is a guard, and he just signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers also. So keeping it in the family yet again. Then they pick Corey Trice, a cornerback out of Purdue, who was also projected to go fairly early, round three-ish in the draft, if he did not get injured during the season. And then with their final pick in the seventh round, they pick guard Spencer Anderson out of Maryland. So the Steelers, it was not a super flashy draft, but it was a draft where they filled all of their needs and they did it really well. Most of their picks were top 100 prospects. That is a, a really good draft. It's pretty solid. Isaiah, did you know that their general manager, this was his first year? Really? Yes, and he pulled off a draft that m- most experts are viewing as the number one, the best draft. Really? Yeah. Coming from a, from, from a Steelers fan. Well, yeah, so obviously I'm a little biased. <laughs> but I also think, you know, that uh, he's going to be one of the best general managers in the league. So <laughs> I don't know. But that's just that's some NFL draft news. Also, for those who don't know, which everyone should know, we did a live stream of the first 10 rounds. We sure did. Well, wasn't it the first 11 rounds? It was kind of like first 11, 12, but it was supposed to be first 10. But then every time we, we said, okay, we're going to wrap it up, the pick the pick was in. So then we just went with it. So that live stream is out. You can check that out on YouTube. And if you don't want to watch the full two-hour live stream, then we, I, we trimmed down the video so it's only like 45-ish minutes. Mm-hmm. And so obviously our... YouTube channel is Red Future Radio Sports. Yes. Holding strong at 13 subscribers. <laughs> We've had a good number of views, though. Yeah, say. we have. Like 80, 82-ish? Yeah, around there. Oh, wait. There was another thing we wanted to talk about for the NFL, though. Didn't you want to talk about the Lions? Uh, No. And their pick, the running back? Uh, I don't remember mentioning that, but I can pull it up. No, 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 no. All right, I just wanted to mention real quick because I thought Isaiah also wanted to mention it, how the Lions, they knew what they were doing, but nobody else knew what they were doing. They took a running back in the first round of the draft with their first pick. They picked running back Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama. Nobody thought this was going to happen. Nobody thought he would be a first-round pick. And the Lions at the time did not need a running back. They had... DeAndre Swift and David Montgomery in their backfield, two very capable running backs. But we learned later that the Lions were trading running back DeAndre Swift to the Eagles. So it makes sense that they took a running Mm -hmm. back in the first round, I guess. It does. 
I don't know. I always think taking a running back in the first round is risky. I don't even think he thought he was going to be drafted in the first round. Yeah, I agree. I think he's definitely a surprise for him <laughs> and everyone. I remember even hearing the announcers on the TV going, what? Just in shock and awe. Well, yeah, because there was, there was two running backs drafted in the top 20, which has, hasn't been done since 2019, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. that. like, what? Man, it was, it was a crazy draft. Mm-hmm. A lot crazier, too, also, because I think we mentioned this on the stream, how last year everybody kind of knew what they wanted. Mm-hmm. But this year it was more. Yeah, like, this year, like, players are up for grabs. It was just best available. Take them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think that's about all we have time for today. Um, this... Well, yeah, like we said, we're kind of running out of time. We would have done host choice today for those of you who like to hear us talk about stuff that isn't sports. We would have done that today, but we've ran out of time. We promise we'll do it in the next episode. Yes, and it will be and Isaiah's turn. It will be my turn. So, I don't really think it's fair that's my turn because we kind of both did the live stream thing, but whatever, I'll do it. I anyway. also don't want to pick, though. <laughs> it, takes a, it takes a lot of effort to decide what you want to talk about. I think you're just lazy. Um, you could. All right. Thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening. Make sure to follow us, and there will be a poll out on Spotify as usual. But with that being said, I'm your co-host, Ethan. And I'm Isaiah. Thank Wait, you for hold wa- on. Hold on. Thank you, BarkBox. Thank you, BarkBox. again for sponsoring this episode. All right. I'm, uh, I'm Ethan, apparently. I'm Isaiah. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to BarkBox Presents Red Future Radio Sports on the Red Future Radio Network.